Hey, before we get started on this episode with Javier Pordoy, just want to let the new listeners know that Hav joined myself and other members of the Ewang Bang family on the 2019 Miles Running Challenge. We supplemented this running challenge with raising money for the charity organization Charity Water, which brings water to third world countries. So definitely check out the fundraiser. We'll have a link in the episode description. And now, Javier. Right on the phone, I have a new guest to the Ewing Bang podcast, a very good friend of mine, somebody who lived lived out the glory days with me in Las Vegas as well as New York City, a co-worker of mine of eight years, the infamous or famous, however you want to see him, the Javier, pretty boy, poor doy. How's it going, man? Hey, man, uh, pretty good. Thanks for having me. I'm a big fan of the podcast. Um, yeah, name, I'm really, name uh, one episode that you listened to. Dude, the 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 Infinity Wars one was amazing. Like, I really enjoyed uh, Jeff's, you know, commentary and all his knowledge on, you know, the the Marvel universe and like the, you know, the the, the backstory behind everything about how like Thanos is just like a spurned lover. All that stuff. Uh, I really, I really did enjoy that very much. Yeah, and in case you, in case you can't tell from that episode, he's he's still a virgin. But you're right. It's a, <laughs> it's it, it really is a good episode. And having <laughs> having Jeff on all the time to to talk through the comic book, uh, kind of the comic book history of all these uh, characters is always a lot of fun. Thank you, thank you for being a fan, and thank you for coming on. I mean, you know, we've talked about this for a while, and. Finally, we've 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 got something to talk about. We have the 2019 miles challenge that we as a group have uh, successfully completed, and thanks to you and your 250 mile contribution to the group. Yeah, dude. I would say, despite my performance, uh, you guys did it. I think I, I was the like the the one with the lowest miles, wasn't I? Uh, by like by far, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I want to apologize to the to the team for that. I haven't had a chance really to do that, dude. What can I say, man? I'm a lazy Mexican. Yeah. You know, like it was very hard for me to to like get up and like you know and 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 do I don't know and 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 run. You yeah. know, like I had plans, I had it on my alarm. Yeah, yeah. To, like, and then you were just like, man, I'm so sleepy, and... man. What time is it, man? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The, the the Asians have been helping me out, you know, throughout my, you know, young adult and like adult life now, you know, through college, you know, I was really good friends with, uh, I think it was Malaysians. Um, there was a Malaysian crew and like an Indian crew that we all helped each other out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was, so, you, you, so, so you made them tacos and they did your homework for you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Pre- that's pretty much our relationship. Or, or like I would do so in the like the, they would do, you know, some like you know computer you know programming stuff and like I would do their Spanish homework pretty much. You know, that <laughs> that old uh, you know give and take. Um, oh man, where were you when I was in high school? I would have I would have uh, I would have done a lot better in. Dude, but you're pretty good at Spanish. Hey, I, yeah. hey, I am pretty good at Spanish. Hey, hey, como se dice un chinito con con pelitos muy sucios? Chinchulancha, my friend, which is uh, no, a hilarious it's, joke. It's chinchampoo, dude. 
Oh, I'm sorry. You're at Jin Chongfu. Dude, am I the Spanish speaker <laughs> or are you, dude? Come on. Let's go back to the 2019 Miles program because regardless of you know what our contributions were, uh, it, it's only a number. You know, I'm, I'm I'm really glad that you participated in this, and you know th- there was a lot going on in your life. It's not none of us knew what would be thrown our way over these past six months, and you know you you have a you have a bit of exciting news. You're bringing a baby girl into the world in uh, next month. Is that right? Yes, in five weeks. We oh, actually man. just went with my wife today to do like a a tour of the hospital of like the the birthing center, they call it, you know, because hospitals are, you know, fucking maze. And, they're, you know, if you don't know where you're going, like, especially, you know, when like tension's high, you know, and imagine like you're having a baby, you don't know where you're going. So they recommend for you to go do that. And we did that today. And it was, uh, I feel a lot better for doing that. But yeah, we're, we're right there. We're really close to the finish line. It must be pretty overwhelming. I, I, you know, to be able to balance work, planning for a family, and also, you know, getting in a little bit of exercise must be. Yeah, I mean, it, we, there was a lot of, you know, things going on. Um, but, I mean, like, but you look at Tan. <laughs> Tan did, like, the most miles yeah. ever. No, he was, you, you won, right? The, the yeah. mile. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, me like, and Tan were right neck there. Neck, and, like, but... <laughs> yeah, and he had a baby, what, like, a month ago. Yeah. So there's really no excuse, you Yeah. Know? Yeah, there but, is, um, you're a lazy yeah, Mexican. I mean, exactly. So, I mean, there's, yeah, there, I mean, he's, you know, a overachieving, you know, is he, is he Taiwanese? No, he's well, Vietnamese, dude. <laughs> really? Yeah, dude, last name Nguyen. So it's, it's almost, it's like a given that he's Vietnamese. Isn't that Filipino? No, dude, God. Is that, is that Inge? Inge, <laughs> shut up, dude. <laughs> yeah, when it's Naguyen, like when it's uh, the N-G-U-Y-E-N, that's yeah. it's pronounced win, first of all. Like you like you win at sports, like win. Um okay. but it, it's yeah, it's always a it's always a Vietnamese name. Yeah, don't sweat it, dude. Don't sweat it. I, I can't pronounce your names and I can't roll my tongues <laughs> like the Javier Javier. You gotta roll the tongue like it's... Ricardo Montalban. Ricardo Montalban. Carne. Carne asada. Carne. Anyway. Dude, okay, but, but what, yeah, what I want to say was, yeah, but like a lot of times it actually like really got me um, to, like, to actually like start walking with with my wife, you yeah. know, like, uh, which, which is great because a lot of times like I didn't feel like doing anything, but she, you know, wanted to do something. But then there are other times like when I wanted to run and, you know, but I was going to go with her and, you know, she didn't really. You know, she couldn't run, or you're, yeah. I don't know if you're supposed to or not, but, like, yeah. she didn't feel like running. Yeah, you guys ended up getting a lot of miles in. I mean, and just for the listeners out there, the, the 2019 miles team had a, a fitness tracker app called Strava. And anytime somebody did some kind of physical activity, which most of the time was running or walking, uh, it, w- it would be tracked on that app. So we would be able to see, okay, what, you know. What what did Javier do today? He did a you know four mile walk or seven mile run or whatever, and you would always uh, cap off those runs with some very flattering photos of yourself, uh, which I will oh, be yeah. posting to the pod the the quote unquote reverse POV as Jeff Lou has uh, has endearingly deemed it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's exactly what they are. Yeah, that's awesome. But I mean, that being said, you know, you had your own challenges. Uh, you know, you live in New Orleans, which is a completely different climate than the rest of us. You know, I'm I'm up in Seattle, Pacific Northwest, where it never really gets too hot. Uh, the other guys are in Northern California and Southern California, where yeah, granted they are, 
they are subject to some warm days, but it's not, you know, by you like swamp weather that, uh, that you had to deal with. And, and even then you, you were still able to get some pretty decent runs in. Yeah. I mean, the, the, there were days that like, uh, you know, the only time that you could really run outside was like early in the morning. And that's like, I've, I've been trying to work out in the morning, like my whole entire life. And I think I've done it like maybe five times, you know? And it's because it, it, it was just it was just so hot, you know, and like the, it, you can't run during, you know, at lunchtime. There's no way. And then when you get home, you know, like around like 530 or, or six, it was sometimes it was just still so hot um, yeah. that, you know, that you didn't really want to uh, run at, at, at that time. And like the, I'm, I'm, I'm a cheap bastard right now. And like uh, my my gym membership is uh only works like in the mornings what? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to Tulane. uh that's where i was like doing you know, i was like swimming every once in a while and that's where i would go like i have kind of like a membership but it's really just like a a 10 uh like a punch card kind of deal it's like that's what that's what they offer you if you're not like if you don't have any association with Tulane, you're not a student you're not like you know an alumni or whatever so that's what i was doing yeah yeah, that and, and I think the convenience really factors into how uh, to making this challenge work, especially for me, right? Like, I I work about a mile walking, not even a mile, like a half mile walking distance to a gym. Uh, so I was able to you know walk to the gym, you know, knock out four miles pretty easily. Sometimes during lunch, sometimes sometimes after work. Uh, and I also live a five minute drive from from a gym at home uh, at home, too. So nighttime, I could, you know, come home, go through the routine, cook dinner, clean, relax, hang out with the hang out with Michelle for a little bit. And, you know, 930, drive out to the gym, do a quick little workout, be home by 1030. You know, it, like all of these things really work to my favor. But that that being said, you know, I'm I'm. Uh, I'm willing to pay for it. I'm not some broke ass uh, dude paying for morning gym memberships. Hey, dude, fuck you, man. Dude, when, when when you have a child, did you have to start making sacrifices? Right? No, I get you. I get you. <laughs> well, no, tell, you know, well, well, tell Tan that. Have, have you seen his five seven mile runs? He's still getting that shit in. So I know that bastard. Fuck him. He's, he's just he's 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 an animal, dude. It's it's. And he would always do his long runs, you know, at the at the start of the week. Yeah. So he'd, he'd be like, he'd have like seven miles on Monday morning. And yeah. be like, God damn it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. He, he did that to motivate us. And, and it, also... No, it, did, it did motivate me. <laughs> I had two weeks where I was like, you know, trying to be number one. Yeah, I, I think but, you made uh, it, though. You made it. I think I, I think I was number one once. Yeah, yeah, I got like 18 miles. Yeah, yeah. But, we we let you win, I mean, by the way. Like me, me and Tan yeah, were like, yeah, hey, he you want to go for a run? Like, and and Tan was like, yeah, but Hobbs in first place. You know, just just let him have it this once. You know, it'll, it'll do wonders for his self esteem. So <laughs> it, it did. It really that week. I really I really did feel like I was winning. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, on the topic of, uh, you mentioned this earlier, you know, you, you, you've been trying to get into the habit of things and, you know, work out and, and develop some kind of routine. I remember back in our Vegas days and, and for sure our New York days, you know, 
us committing to any kind of workout regimen was just never in the cards, right? It, just the lifestyle that we lived. I mean, Vegas was kind of a, a, a unique animal just because we worked like stripper hours, right? We were, you know, working from like 9 p.m. till 2 a.m. So, you know, coming up with some kind of routine for ourselves was always a little bit challenging. But, <clears throat> excuse me, in New York, we were working more regular hours, more regular nine to five. But even then, there was no ever, you know, there was nothing that we ever really committed ourselves to. You know, I, I know, I remember you tried to pick up CrossFit or maybe you tried to get back into Krav at some point. But I, I felt like all of that always fizzled out for you. And same went with me. I mean, there was always times where I was like, yeah, you know, this is the year I'm going to. But I'm going to get back in shape. I'm going to hit the gym, you know, four times a week. I'm going to, you know, pump iron. I'm going to do burpees. I'm going to get super jacked. But, you know, all of those goals just kind of fizzled out the moment we had a one or two good happy hours or I, or if I had to run home and do laundry. You know how that is. Right. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> laundry or making bologna salad sandwiches. No. <laughs> Bologna salads. Dude, bologna um, salad, that, that was one of the best inventions I'd ever come up with. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, it's 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 just, you know, it's all about routine and, like, making things easy for yourself. And, like, in New York, I just felt like nothing, you know, nothing's easy. You know, you got to walk everywhere. And, like, if you're not used to it, um, you know, it, it just sort of, it takes a toll. You know, I, I so I did CrossFit before, like, I got married. Maybe I started maybe like six months before and like I, I went and I started going like during the uh, during during lunchtime really? because uh, yeah, because but because it was cheaper. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> I was trying to find the, the, the cheaper angle because, um, you know, there's prime like uh, no peak time and then like non peak time and non peak time is like during the day when everyone's working and lunchtime, you know, not a lot of people, you know, can work during lunch. Because they don't have flexible hours and stuff like that, but um, that's that's when I I went I went the most I think when I would go for for lunch. So, but they're, they're, like I I don't know if it's me. It's probably me. But there's there's a lot of things that like that need to happen for me to go places. Like there needs to be a shower, you uh, know, yeah. like, that which is which is key. And like the CrossFit gym that I, that I went to in in New York, you know, had one, and it was on my way home to like it was on my way to the subway, you know. Which like I think that is 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 just is is key. Like I've you know if it's not on your way if it's any if there's any excuse not to go then like I'll I'll find it you know and like I'll use that like ah but it's kind of out of my way and I have to go you know have dinner and stuff like that and I'm not the kind of guy that can 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 go work out after dinner like I can't get out of my house after after like you know eight o'clock like there there there's no way like. Dude, my, my wife is pregnant and she asked me like, you know, to go get her like a like a smoothie or like a you know, she had a craving for like some T C B Y at like nine o'clock. And like I was like, Oh, sorry, they closed <laughs> you know, and she she's like she you know, checked. I was like, No, they're open till ten o'clock. Fuck. So, you know, I, I had to go and like <laughs> but now there's I just really noticed that there's no way that I'm going to it, it, you know, it's just part of who i am i think of getting me out uh, of the house after i have dinner you know i just like i just don't want to do it you know well and also hey, like how do you work out after you have dinner 
Well, you, you don't know, like eat the, like heavy ass things like gumbo and jambalaya. That's how that's how you go out and work out after. Dude, but that that's all I eat, man. I mean, like that's and red beans and rice, dude. That that's all you eat in New Orleans. <laughs> hey, dude, did I tell you I took a uh, a jambalaya uh, gumbo cooking class, and uh, the it was from like some you know some guy who used to live in New Orleans, and he was your legit like French Creole whatever kind of guy. I could not understand a single word that guy said. He was like, he sounded like Terrence and Philip. Like he was like, "Hey, he start with a row, okay? And you get with one pot butter, and you then with one pot flour, and then you mix it together." Dude, pretty good at Terrence and Philip, dude. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Well, I I, I practiced it. You you should have seen this guy. But but then I was telling, um, I had one of my coworkers who who I think is is actually from that area as well. And he's like, your, your accent is wildly racist. Like that is not how <laughs> the French Creole guy sounds. I was like, no, like that's that that is pretty close to how this guy sounds. I, I'm not one to you know exaggerate accent. I don't know. Can you do like a New Orleans accent? No, dude. I I, I wish I could. Like my all, all I can do is like is uh, Emily's dad. When we went fishing one time. We took his dog, and uh, he so this he goes he's like, and it jumped out. He's like, Cuda, get back on the boat, Cuda. You better get on the board. Gator go get you. Uh, that's all I got. But no, sorry, that's from Swamp People. It's uh, it's actually uh, my father-in-law doesn't really. I mean, he has a strong accent. I can't do it, but it, it's like it's 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 subtle, yeah. you know. Um, but there are some uh, some people that I work with that like I have no idea like how like how they got that accent you you listen to them for like you know a while and then you start sort of like oh you know they drop their r's here like they drop their e's here and like you, you you sort of start understanding what they're saying but um it's i don't understand you know the the, the rhyme or reason because there's always like one out of ten people that have a weird accent in yeah. the wall but yeah go go back to the the topic of getting out of the house that that is one of the hardest things um yeah, and one of the things that I've learned ever since I, you know, moved out of New York City is that you save so much time by not dealing with the commute. And it's not so much of a thing of like time itself. Like, you know, when I was living in, you know, Astoria, it was a like a forty-five minute train ride each way. My commute now isn't that much different, but I, I think it, it's a lot more emotionally draining. To have to get on that subway ride, you know, cram in oh. with a bunch of people and all that. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. And like deal with the weather. Oh yeah. You know, which like doesn't sound like a, a, a big deal, you know, but if you if you're not used to, you know, walking everywhere, because everyone really everyone out of like the big cities drives, you know, so like they don't really have to deal with the weather so much. But in New York, you know, you you gotta you, know, you gotta walk. It's those like eight blocks to the subway, and then from you know you're you're inside the subway and you know you're you have all your winter gear on and they have the heat going on like crazy so you start sweating and then by the time like you sort of normalize you're you're out back into the freezing uh cold it's just um yeah it's 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 exhausting you know and i think that's one of the the, the key things that like i was just done with you know like, I, I i mean i was still like fine i don't think i was depressed but like I was, I was getting to the point where I was like, man, I really fucking hate, uh, you know, going anywhere, you know, in, <laughs> in, uh, in, in New York.
It was exactly. It's very draining. I mean, in New Orleans is uh, very, very, you know, very different. Like you drive everywhere. There's traffic, but like even if there's traffic, it takes you, you know, instead of 15 minutes, it'll take you 20 minutes. You know, so everything's super close. Um, you know, you people. I do have a a, a big like uh, I don't know critique. I guess like no one uses their turn signal here, which drives me crazy. Um, but like, you know, I I've been trying to just like turn that off that's really the only thing that that sort of gets me kind of heated on my commute to work you know where it's just sort of like okay like i don't need to be you know like you know right behind this guy and having it affect me if he turns his turn signal on or not but whatever um but yeah like in new york city like you know a one inconsiderate you know old person who's bumping into you on you know while you're standing standing on the subway like that that could totally ruin your whole morning right and it's right or or if you if you go like instead you, you don't get the subway before you know 7 30 you know it's it's ridiculously packed you know you're always you know watching making sure that you know you don't get pit pocketed stuff like that like was that ever a fear of yours, dude? Did you ever, like... So, not when I lived in New York City, but I remember the first time I visited, uh, I, you know, at that time, I think I, I was still in college at that time. And, yeah, I was, you know, shitting bricks about getting pickpocketed, so I always had my wallet in my front pocket the whole time. You know, you're right, it, it is it is a concern, you know, when you're, when you're that close to people, you're always worried about people, you know, reaching in or copping a feel or, you know... Right. Give you the old reach around that old daily battles we had to fight, man. The old reach around, the man. old reach yeah, around. Yeah, and yeah, you know, and I it's just something like I have like a, a constant thing that I'm always checking, like my my wallet, my back pocket. You know, it's something that you know, my, I think my mom, you know, she's she just instilled in me, like this 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 fear that everyone's just gonna you know, just trying to steal things from you at all times, and to like you know always wear a money belt, and you know. And, you know, and be at the airport, you know, four hours before your flight leaves, those kind of things. Your mom and my mom would be friends. They, 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 I should tell my mom to start cheering all these, uh, all the articles she sends me with your mom. They can, they can freak each other out. But yeah, I, I wanted to talk about it and we've touched on this pretty extensively already. But I think, you know, the moment I left New York City, I found that, that just that extra time that I was able to have really opened up doors for me to commit to something new, whether it was, you know, this podcast, whether it was, you know, studying for more tests, um, you know, doing the running, committing to a, a running regiment, you know, all of these things I think I wasn't able to do when I was in New York City. I, I never really carved out enough time for myself and reflect on how I could be better or what are things that I could be doing. It was just all, all too easy to get, you know, like you said, get lazy because of, you know, our, our long work days or dealing with the weather or, you know, the, the stressful commutes. Um, let's not forget how easy it was to to go do happy hour and, you know, a one beer turned into four with plus like three pickleback shots. And next thing you know, we can't even make it to work the next day. You know, these, these, these sort of, these sort of things just don't happen to us anymore. And, you know, but like, I think it's also age, you know, I, I don't think it's, you know, just, you know, yeah. You know, geographically, I mean, New York does, you know, uh, it, it, it would like lend itself to that kind of, you know, behavior, I guess, like that, you know, after work, you know, you, it's so easy just to go, you know, to the, down the street to a bar 
and, you know, have a few beers and have that turn into, you know, one, one or two. But, you know, and, and now, you know, here it just, you know, that, dude, that, that, that's not even an option for me. You know, like I, I, well, first, cause I don't have any friends, but, but like, <laughs> the, the, like I can tell, yeah, go on. <laughs> but, but then like, also you have to drive everywhere, you know? So like, you can't get fucked up and like, and then, you know, stumble on the subway, you know, and, and end up home safely. Yeah. Or, en- like, or end, or end up on the other safe. end of the, uh, the R line right. and end up in, you know. right. <laughs> in, in Jamaica. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's quite a change, but I I think it's for the better. You know, we're you know we're like you said, we're mm. older and we you know our bodies handle that. But I I also think it's like also age, right? Like that we were taking tests in New York. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I always had something going on after work. Mm-hmm. I mean, do, you know what really crushed me in New York was having a car. Like I don't know why I kept that car yeah. for so long. Your, but like, your candy apple red Jetta GL. <laughs> no, dude, it was uh, Il Diablo ne- Negro. All right. <laughs> It was the the, the <laughs> 2001 Volkswagen GTI um, that I had to move every other day, which was such a waste of time and so stupid of me to, to, to have kept. Like, I really, you know, it, it just caused a lot of stress. And also, you know, like, at the time we're taking tests, you know, I, I took my architecture test recently in, oh, in yeah. New Orleans. And, like, once I stopped studying for that, I had so much time on my hands, dude. I did not know, like, what, what, what to do with myself. Like, I, you know, and then we got a dog. And then, like, you know, a lot of my time goes to, like, hanging out with my dog. And, like, you know, coming home to let my dog out and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, if, if, if I didn't have a dog, like, you know, I don't know what I, what I'd do with myself. And, you know, and, and then the, the running really, you know, was a great, you know, thing to do to sort of, pick up that some of that free time that i that i gained from not you know taking tests dude if i could like we've been taking tests for a really long time yeah and those things are you know i don't want to take another test again in my life like i i kind of made that decision um you know this is something like i don't know stupid you know or easy but like really those these hard you know things you got to study for for like for months like I'm not, I'm not. Well, uh, yeah. And to, to the listeners out there, Hav not only is a uh, professional engineer, but he also went ahead and took all of his architecture exams, which is, which is no joke. I mean, you know, to get your PE, you take two exams, the EIT and the PE, but to get your architecture exam, you need to take what it's five now. It used to be seven. I think it's down to five. It used to be seven. Uh, when, when I took it, um, it was going through the transition. Uh. So, what did I do? I ended up taking five, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think it's going to continue to be five. Yeah. Well, regardless, I mean, it's still wildly impressive. And on top of that, we had our uh, ICC special inspection exams, some of which I failed a couple times. Thank you, G-Chat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, G-Chat and Ping Pong for being a wonderful... Ping Pong. <laughs> Fucking Ping Pong table at IBA. That's really Dude, cute. do you remember I, I trained for a triathlon? I, in, uh, a tra- yeah, training was like two, in, two, in two laps in the... Two laps in the pool and you got an ear infection and then uh, one bike ride <laughs> and maybe maybe a quarter mile run. So. No, no, dude, I was I was working it, dude. I was, I was doing good, yeah. best shit in my life. Yeah. And then I got um, transferred to to Portland. Oh, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. 
I didn't really end up doing anything there because uh, what what happened? I don't know. I probably just got lazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the good old days, the, man. The cool days of uh, of young Hav and young Emil. And yeah. this this conversation could go on forever, but I, I, I do want to tie it all back because I, I think you know everybody's kind of had their own lessons learned from this 2019 miles thing. Uh, I I for one have you know ter- learned a lot about time management and how I value you know 30 minutes here, an hour here. Like what 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 I can do with that time is really uh, is really something that's that's been eye opening for me. Uh, how about you? Let's or just in general you know, with the move and with the baby on the way and all these things going on? I guess a super specific thing just about me and like, and running, like I've never really, um, I think been like a good runner and like a lot of, I don't know a lot of people, mostly I think my mom has told me that like, uh, I shouldn't run because I have like extremely flat feet. You know, she, whenever I like I'd run or something, you know, when I I did like a, a few, two half marathons with, uh, with my wife, and, you know, she was, she was like, you know, what, like you're, you really shouldn't do that. It's bad for your body, blah, blah. And like my, my legs would really hurt, um, after that, but it was just because I never really trained properly for the half marathons. Like the most I ever got to was like, I think like five or seven miles during the trainings where, you know, you're just really supposed to train properly and get to like, you know, almost a half marathon before you actually do it. And like, you know, this, this sort of uh challenge um, you know, really, uh, I guess like made me train properly, you know, like at first all I was hitting was like three miles and then little by little, you know, I'd start getting four and then I was, remember, I was really excited to get five and then, you know, when I got six and then like, you know, I would, I would do at the end, I was doing seven because I was sort of just, you know, I guess being lazy and, and just, you know, saying like, now I can run seven miles, not easily, but like, you know, that like my body doesn't want to, you know, fall apart afterwards. And, uh, and, you know, I can do it on a treadmill. Like it, it, it sort of really opened my eyes that like, you know, it, if you really do things properly, like the way that you like that people, you know, or like doctors recommend you to do things like <laughs> it's, it's such a stupid thing to say, <laughs> like then, you know, your, your, your body doesn't, you know, doesn't react like, like, uh, negatively, you know, which, you know, it, it's, it's just, I never really did it right, you know, ever. And actually doing it right this time really sort of, you know, it made me realize that I can, you know, I can run, you know, a half marathon or I can do, you know, a full marathon if I wanted to, just like if, if I just trained properly for it, you know, and like flat feet is not an excuse, you know, to, to not do it, you know? Yeah. Who would have thought? Follow instructions. Uh, you would, uh, <laughs> it, it'd work wonders for you. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you heard the episode with, you know, me, Jeff, uh, Tan and George, but Jeff brought up a good, good point where he talked about how it, it's a great ego boost. It, it really is a great ego boost to do all these, you know, get all these little short runs in there because it, it shows you that you can do it. And, you know, week by week when our bot, you know, as our bodies feel less and less like shit after each run we realize that yeah we we really can you know do these do these half marathons and and still be able to get up and walk the next day it, it is it is a nice reminder that even though we are getting older and even though we do have uh 
you know, flat feet or you know, collapsed lungs. You know, we, these are things that we can we can still accomplish in in our age. Definitely, and I guess just you know, overall, you know, I, I kind of you know, I, I've always wanted to do you know these I don't know things you know um, and stick to them. Yeah, and like because I think that's you know I'm the biggest quitter that like you know that there that there ever was. You know, like all all, all the shit that I've that I've tried, like you know, from like Master Toady um in vegas uh gina carano went there just a fun fact um and then what else i did uh brazilian jiu-jitsu um when i went back to new york for like you know six months and you know every time these things have like a minimum of six months membership and then like i go for one month and then like you know then i don't go and all that money is just gone down the drain um and, you know, and, and sort of running is kind of a thing that, you know, you don't have to worry about that shit. You know, you just sort of step out your door and like, you know, you, 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 you just do it. Um, but also, you know, it takes motivation and it takes, I, I, I think the way that, that, that we did it, you know, and I'm really happy, dude. Again, like, thank you very much for like, uh, inviting me on this, you know, on, to, to do this. Um, because, you know, it, it really was, uh, I don't know. A, a cool, you know, and fun thing. And it, and it really got me motivated and doing it with the team, you know, really, um, I think made me, you know, get motivated. Dude. So I'm having like, you know, I think I've, I've eaten a lot these, uh, like since Thanksgiving, you know, I've, I've been putting down maybe like, you know, the, not even the minimum. Cause I don't think I, I think I reached 14 miles a week, maybe like, I don't know, six <laughs> times in the whole, you know, fucking thing. Um, so <laughs> like this, like double digits was a big deal for me. Yeah. And I think these last couple, like the last couple of weeks before, you know, the, the, the end of the year, <clears throat> I think I, I barely got uh double digits and um, I'm seeing the effects, man. Like, uh, and like, since, you know, the January 1st, like I haven't, I haven't really done a lot. And like, I don't think I, like I have to like go on the next hole in my belt. Right. Now, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's rough. Like when I sit down at my desk, oh, yeah, I have to like I have to pop that guy open. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So uh, I really need to get back into into something. Yeah. And not to mention, dude, I still have my Krav membership. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, you're not yeah. showing up to that. I I went. <laughs> I mean, I went on Saturday. Nice, nice. Uh, but that was the first time in like a month. Nice. Two months, yeah. maybe. The path to being an expert fighter, Hav. Keep it up. <laughs> you'll be you'll, you'll be in the octagon in no time. That's right, dude. That's that's my dream, man. The dream. Awesome. Well, regardless of what happens, Hav, congratulations to you and Emily. I can't wait to meet your Javier. Is that a Javier? Javier. Javier. It's it's a soft. It's a, it's a strong R, but not a double R. Okay. Javier. Okay. Yeah. So not like Ricardo Montalban then. Not like Ricardo Mantelman. No. <laughs> awesome. Well, good talking to you, man. Um, Thanks, buddy. I mean, it, it, this is great. I mean, I don't know if we, you know, really, I don't know, talked a lot about running, but like uh, just catching up, you know, was, uh, no, was, uh, was a great time. Always, always a pleasure. All right. Well, thanks to all you listeners out there. This has been another wonderful episode of the E Wang Bang podcast. This is your host, Emil Wang. This is Javier Pordoy. Keep on keep banging. banging. <laughs> you suck. Love it. Love it. Keep keep on banging. Keep on banging. Is that what it is? No, well, we'll leave it at that. It's fine.